so we're walking through we're walking through this trail and it is absolutely stunning like utah park city in the summer is like so gorgeous all the trees like had these crazy patterns like pretty much all the trees from a far away like from a mountain view literally looked like a psychedelic pattern in their own right so when you're tripping and then looking at them it's just like i almost forgot to keep on walking i would just like stop and stare. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie we are your homies who've done nearly every drug under the sun over 600 psychedelic trips and nearly every kind of bender you can possibly imagine have armed us with a universe of knowledge i'm yuki and with my co-host reggie we talk about how we do drugs in a responsible, safe, and fun way to improve our lives. Before we dive in, and so we don't get sued, a quick legal disclaimer. This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. Our goal is to educate and inform others about the realities of substance use in an engaging and entertaining format. We share these experiences so you can learn from them without trying them yourself. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to attempt to recreate anything found in this episode or in any of our other content. We are not confessing to any acts stated in this podcast. The content in this episode should not be treated as factual or real in any way. With that, we welcome you through our portal and hope you enjoy the show. What's up, hippie? Today we got a special story for y'all. Something that Yuki and I experienced together with a group of close friends a few years ago. Dude, and I'll just you're, you're shooting this up to make it sound like an orgy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, it's definitely not an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, 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 it is it is definitely drug related. Specifically, this is a story when this is probably the like largest group trip that I've done, actually. Same in terms of like number of people, uh, which is pretty crazy. But before we get into the story, uh, I wanted to just mention a little bit about I finally got around to starting to read How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan, which which I know is like the like the Bible of like modern like psychedelic. <laughs> research and, and interest i've known about it for a while never got around to reading it which is strange because i i'm like pretty good about like reading stuff like i definitely read several books a year but actually i found out that my mom already had the audiobook downloaded so i'm like okay bet i don't have to buy nice. it so i started listening to the audiobook and it's it's honestly freaking great like highly highly recommend but one of the little anecdotes from the er early chapters in the book that I wanted to to share with you was the fact that there was this like just really famous researcher of psychedelics in like the 80s who was kind of trying to like bring psychedelic research like back into just like something that the scientific community was paying attention to because it had been kind of like, you know, it was like made like psychedelics were made schedule on drugs. And then the scientific community basically like put away like thousands of studies <laughs> worth yeah, of like dude, psychedelic fun. research studies from before that but there's this guy who was like trying to bring bring it back and he was like really into just like psychedelics and and the thought that psychedelics could just like make people just get along and be spiritually happy and stuff which i think you and i definitely relate to but this guy so his master plans were number one he was planning to like literally mail like sheets of acid to like different world leaders just like around oh the world my god and then he they also <laughs> no nah, i don't think he ever got around to it and then on a similar note he tried to like he really wanted to send uh like mdma like crystals to uh the group of like physicists over in the soviet union who are working on like 
the USSR nuclear weapons and developing those. He just wanted to give them all MDMA and the hope idea, that like bro. they would <laughs> stop. Like... Nobody done that. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're trying to kill us. Here, just give us some Molly. Like they'll be fine. <laughs> like, we'll be okay. <laughs> Dude, right? I I feel like it would low key work. But actually, on the note of <laughs> of like kind of just slipping people like psychedelics or or drugs without them knowing, uh, apparently. I think this was more like 60s, 70s. The CIA was actually doing studies on trying to use psychedelics to like literally mind control people. Like, hey, I can we make people do that. stuff? And so there's a really famous one called MK Ultra, uh, where apparently the CIA, the CIA actually gave both like soldiers and civilians psychedelics like secretly without telling them, without them knowing. Oh shit. Which is so fucked up, dude. Like, this is yeah, literally a government agency like dosing its people with psychs just like test on them um, aren't the doses higher back then too because they didn't really know what they were doing i i, I have no idea honestly maybe it'll say later in the maybe book. that was the and, 60s yeah no it's it's possible but yeah i that, that just kind of blew my mind and this is still early in the book so i'm sure at some point we'll do a full episode breakdown on the book but uh, i thought those two anecdotes in particular were were pretty interesting Dude, yeah, that's super interesting, especially the the Molly thing, because like, I feel like it would work because it has worked the opposite way in the past. Like the Nazis were all on meth and shit, so it's like, <laughs> you know, that drugs can make people do some shit that they would ne- normally wouldn't do. Probably, like, dude, yeah, I've actually heard, I- I've had the book uh, Blitzed recommended to me so many times, which is literally about um, about Hitler and the Nazis, about heroin and meth during uh, like Nazi Germany, right. uh, how everyone was just tweaking out of their minds because their doctors were prescribing it left and right. Dude, yeah, my uh, coworker read that book and she was telling me all about it. It's so interesting. I don't know. It's on my list for sure. Dude, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get into it, baby. So I'll set in the scene here a little bit. Back when the pandemic first hit in 2020, during the summer, a bunch of us were kind of like between leases because like for some reason in the city that we lived in, like the leases didn't like touch each other. There was always like a month gap between one lease and another. So you always had to find something to do. And that was, that was some college lease bullshit. Yeah, for real. College leases are bullshit. <laughs> like what? Anyways, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> So we were like looking on Airbnb and shit, a bunch of us. And we were like, dude, we can just go and live wherever the fuck we want for super cheap because there's a pandemic going on and nobody's traveling. So we ended up finding this this four-story Airbnb at the top of a mountain in Park City, Utah. And it only ended up being $500 a month per person. And there was 12 of us staying in this place. But this Airbnb was fucking gorgeous like access to a trail like yeah no dude this was definitely like i've seen a lot of airbnbs this was definitely one of the coolest properties like it's on the side of a mountain there's like a whole network of trails literally in the backyard like you go at the house and there's like a trail going up the mountain and into this whole system and dude the, the, the coolest part honestly was that it had a foosball table and a pool table and not not even just any like foosball table or pool tables but they were like the professional fucking brands like the foosball table was the ones that they use in like foosball tournaments the pool table was super nice and so we all got pretty good at those games needless to say damn bro Uh, didn't you fuck on that pool table (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I did. That was <laughs> honestly, that, that was pretty lit. <laughs> Dude, they also had like a, a hot tub, but I think they only used it in the winter and this was the summer. So it was all covered up, but you could tell that that was a nice ass hot tub. So yeah, no, dude. Also, th- th- this was definitely like some Mormon, like mountain house, like vacation home. Cause like, you know, yeah. th- th- there's a bunch of pictures around the house of just some like very aggressively white people. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, there's what that room that had like two pairs of bunk beds. So four beds and there were so many bedrooms. Like, I mean, there were enough bedrooms for like 12 people to each have like a bed or like, you know, share a queen or a king bed with someone. So that was, that was pretty, pretty radical. Yeah. But so we're all staying there for like, uh, we actually ended up staying there about five weeks, I think. And some of the people came and went at different times because not everyone could make his like stay for the entire five weeks. And one of the guys that was coming up, he was like, Hey, do you guys want me to bring anything with me? And we're like, fuck. Yeah, dude. Like you got some psychs. And so he fucking on the plane, he just brings like 10 tabs of acid or something. I don't know. How many did he bring? I don't know. He brought a lot. Like, Mm. like, I know he brought three for me alone. So like, (laughs) There is, he brought a ton of acid, long story short, which actually is not too hard to take on a plane, I think, because it's just like paper that has chemicals on it. And uh, I say I think, but like I've literally done it. It's not that hard to take on a plane. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) acid is very chill to travel with. And so we all decided let's all do a giant group trip and we'll keep it. Now, in order to feel a little bit more comfortable, we're just going to take the trail that's literally in the backyard of this Airbnb. So if you go into the backyard, there's like some land that goes back and then there's a trail and it goes like all up the mountain and shit. So we're walking through, we're walking through this trail and it is absolutely stunning. Like Utah park city in the summer is like so gorgeous. All the trees like had these crazy patterns, like, pretty much all the trees from a far away like from a mountain view literally looked like a psychedelic pattern in their own right so when you're tripping and then looking at them it's just like i almost forgot to keep on walking i would just like stop and stare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the acid that he brought was like pretty strong man because at a certain point we were just like on some bullshit dude like i started like naming rocks like <laughs> like these little pebbles now there's one rock that looked just like a fucking chicken nugget man and i just picked up this rock and i swear i tried to eat it dude <laughs> in my mouth and i bit and i was like oh shit that fucking hurt but then i named him jimmy and that was the whole story of another thing hey hippies we hope you're enjoying the show so far If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and are having a good time, you need to come over to YouTube and subscribe to the Modern Day Hippie YouTube channel. We publish exclusive video content, and I promise you the experience is richer and more interesting. So if you're getting any value at all, stop what you're doing, open up the YouTube app, and subscribe at Modern Day Hippie. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed yet, what are you doing? Go press subscribe. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of the show. Dude, yeah. So then from that point on, every fucking rock we saw, which there were a lot of, they were all just named Jimmy. So we're like, yeah. hey, there are a lot of Jimmies around these parts. And Hello, Jimmies. Yeah, dude, I think there were what? There's probably like eight or nine of us in this group. Like, there were a lot of us. And we we're all on this fucking like Jimmy vibe. Um, <laughs> and, and I will say like, so, so we took the trail behind our house, like kind of up the mountain. And then that connected to like a whole system of trails. 
And I don't think we realized it, but I feel like some of these trails were mostly meant for just mountain biking. Oh, they were like super narrow. <laughs> and so significant parts of it were like literally just like single track, like only wide enough, like one person or one bike, like side by side or like no one side by side. Um, yeah, like we'd be like tripping and walking and like looking at rocks and shit. And there would be like these groups of mountain bikers coming through, just being like coming through. I <laughs> oh, do at some point or in this part of the trail, like, it wasn't sketchy in the sense that like, you know, there was any like cliff where we'd fall, but like we had to go uphill up this like pretty steep portion through this like brush to like get out of the way of these like bicyclists. And I specifically remember we all just kind of like chilled there for a while. Cause we we're like, Oh, we're so tired of just like getting out of the way out of the bicyclists. Like, cause that specific part of the trail was like, you're either on the trail or you're like in the brush, like on yeah. fairly steep terrain. Yeah. But I remember once we got past that section of the trail, there was like, this like larger clearing area in the forest and and we like literally made the equivalent of a snowman but out of rocks <laughs> it like it was like a rock man dude it was jimmy bro we <laughs> we made jimmy we literally stacked up we found a bunch of rocks that were all like in the area obviously and we stacked them all up like biggest on the bottom and kept on stacking as high as possibly could and we ended up getting it to like probably five feet tall maybe like four and a half feet dude, tall. it was it was sizable <laughs> Yeah, and then that just became our son, Jimmy. And <laughs> we just take pictures of them and shit. It was like really <laughs> stupid. But that's just like how hard we were tripping. And it's it was pretty interesting just like tripping and watching the different ways that people react when they're tripping. So for example, <laughs> uh Yuki's girlfriend got super horny when she was tripping for some reason. And like she kept complaining about it. she's like, Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> horny, I don't know what this ass is doing to me. So we'd all look at Yuki and be like, All right, Yuki, like you gotta take care of this, man. <laughs> And then Yuki would be like, no, nah, man, there's no way my dick works right now. <laughs> no, dude. Okay, so she's always like this. Like, tripping makes her, like, <laughs> n- n- not that horny, but, like, it definitely, like, makes her, like, hornier than baseline. Whereas for me, like, tripping does the opposite. Like, when I'm tripping, I, like, forget that I have, like, genitals. I just, I forget that I'm, like, a creature capable of, like, sexual intercourse. Like, I'm just, like, a blob who just, like, vibes with, like, the energy of the universe. I'm, like, <laughs> sex is, like, the last thing on my mind when I'm tripping, like, most of the time. So, Uh-oh. dude, that was probably, like, the, no more than, like, the third time that I had tripped with her, because that was, like, pretty early on in our relationship. And I remember even the first time her and I tripped, the same thing happened. She was, like, oh, I'm so fucking horny. And oh I'm, like, God. I literally, like, did not know how to respond. I'm, like, <laughs> like, like, like in, in my head, in my trip state, I'm, like, 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 I know what it means, but I like, don't get it. I like, I don't understand it. And so it stresses me out. I'm like, like, I, I like, I wish I could help you, but I really can't. Like, dude, it's sorry. gotta be different for girls. Like we did a whole podcast episode about like sex on drugs. Like y'all should check it out if you haven't already. And it's just like gotta be different for girls. I feel like when it comes to like psychedelics specifically, not like Molly, but like acid and shrooms, like, cause it's just so easy to like, literally just get distracted when you're tripping and like lose your boner as a guy you know what i mean but that's a whole other thing i just thought it was super funny because i remember she was like super horny and she kept complaining about it and then when we got back she told me that um like a, a few hours after like we got back she told me that she went into the room and then just put on head like noise canceling headphones and then played odessa while masturbating it was like the craziest experience <laughs> ever <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's vibes. That's that's something she would do, and I love that for her. Um, <laughs> no, dude. I, yeah, dude. Okay, th- th- there are some other parts about this story that also like 
really get me. Number one was, so we all like initially dropped acid, like when we're in the house. And I think out of, you know, like, let's say like 12 of us that were there, I want to say like eight, probably like eight of us like actually did acid. Everyone else was just going to like stay back at the house, like just vibe, watch TV, whatever. But my girlfriend, like earlier on the trip, she had kind of like rolled her ankle pretty badly. And so she like couldn't walk that well. Um, And so in her head, like we were going to trip and just stay around the house. I don't think she realized like all wanted to go on this hike. So like as we're coming up, we're like, all right, time to go on the hike. She's like, wait, what? And so she was faced with the decision (laughs) of either like going on this hike with everyone who's tripping, like with, with the squad or staying back with like the sober people who were like, oh, they, they, they were fine, but like, I don't know. I don't think they're that cool of people, Lame. to be honest. <laughs> Those um, people just like didn't vibe with everyone else, like in general. So it was like, yeah, yeah, that's fact. Like, as much, you know? Yeah. And so she made the decision to like go on the hike. And so going uphill, like she was doing all right. But I remember like, you know, after we made the giant Jimmy, um, we took <laughs> selfies with him, which literally somewhere in my camera roll, there's like a selfie with like, eight of us just like like <laughs> okay our, our buddy has his like arm around the rock that's my favorite one dude fucking iconic bro um i wonder yeah. who found that rock rock statue or whatever and like I, like because people definitely have like walked by it after us like i wonder what they were thinking you know but anyways yeah i mean there's only one way to find out if it's still there you know <laughs> there's no way it's still there but but uh, but yeah, you were saying about yeah, girlfriend yeah. with the rolled ankle. Yeah, yeah. And so shortly after making the big jimmy, the trail kind of started winding back downhill. And that's when I think her foot really started getting fucked up. So we like straight up carried her down this mountain. Like we, we took turns. Like I carried her on my back. Like some of our friends. Like I think you carried her for a while. Like our friends did. It was a group effort. But it was like, dude, like we're tripping balls on a mountain. <laughs> like we were probably a couple miles from from our cabin at that point definitely a few miles um, so it was like it was like a hike and so we made it work but like damn that shit was stressful and like all, especially the downhill part of it like all the mountain bikers are going real fast like down it so yeah that, that shit got pretty stressful for me at least I'm like dude yeah i feel like it was probably more stressful for you than for the rest of us because like <laughs> i feel like you had to do more of the work by default because it's your girlfriend you know what i mean it's like it's like we felt less responsible for it but Definitely. which makes a difference yeah. when you're tripping you know what i mean definitely but, uh, yeah i just remember when uh some of the people who were back at the house when they came in to pick us up they pick us up in this uh actually in my dad's old suv and they're just blasting this like music from interstellar it's like super trippy music they kept on pretending like they weren't playing any music like what are you talking about and it's like what are you guys doing like why are you fucking with us like we're we're tripping we're not like dude okay okay that was your car so i don't know if you remember but there were two cars that came to get us because there was too many of us that all fit in one car oh it was only me and my girlfriend who went in the other car like you guys all went in one car together it's kind of shitty at the moment but whatever um (laughs) and 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 the person driving the car we were in was this girl in our group who was like super religious. And so there was like no music in the car. It was kind of like awkward. Obviously, because we were tripping. We felt like it was like the car ride just took forever. She was like, so like, how does it feel? Oh um, my God. And we're like tripping Wait, so hard. I'm like, I don't want to have this conversation with you right now. That's and so awkward. You're I'm, like being like, judged. <laughs> super stressed in this situation. Yeah, dude, honestly, like that part was 
not the best time. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, I could see how uh, we had very different experiences. I was just like, like laughing about the interstellar music, and like it was like a joke, and it was, it was honestly yeah, pretty funny. Like I appreciated it. I've had an Uber driver do something very similar to me when I was tripping, and I appreciated it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but but yeah, that's that's funny, dude. Man, what a trip, that, dude. I. I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but at some point I, I was like just taking an Uber around my city. Like I was just having like a bender night out. I was going from like just one party spot to another party spot. I was like, I think it was just Kate out of my mind. And like my Uber pulls up, I get in, bro. I swear I step in. It feels like I've stepped into like a shaman's tent. Like this guy, <laughs> I, I swear to God, he had like incense in his car. And like he had like one of those like meditation pillows like under the passenger seat where I was sitting. Oh, yeah. He just looked like fucking spiritual. He's like, yo, what's up, man? And then he played the fucking song American Boy, but the version oh. or the remix he played was at half speed. But in the oh, moment, because I'm on Kennedy, I didn't I didn't know if it was the song or if it was me, like in my head, like doing the song at half speed. And no, and he was such a vibe. But I think we were just like shooting the shit for a little bit. He drops us off the next party spot. He's like, bro, have such a good night. Thanks, oh man. Yeah, I, I tipped him like 10 bucks or something. I'm like, you're a fucking nice, holy, yeah. bro. Legend. Um, you're at the club and the music is thumping, but you, you've got nothing left in the tank. So what do you do? Sniff some cacao. Yep, you heard that right. Sniff some cacao. It's the hottest new trend in the club and party scene. One bump-sized sniff of raw chocolate powder contains the caffeine equivalent to a half cup of coffee, and boom, it hits instantly. And the best part is you can now sniff cacao anytime, anywhere. Right out in the open, in front of the DJ booth, or the stage, even at the VIP table with your friends. Now, how does that happen without drawing unwanted attention? Well, Snowgo's spring-loaded bump straws make it possible. These classy, triple-mirror polished bump straws are the safest, most discreet way to enjoy sniffing cacao. In fact, you've most likely already seen people wearing Snowgo's bump straws as pendants around their necks without even knowing it. Discover why sniffing cacao using Snowgo bump straws is being called the biggest revolution in partying since the invention of rock and roll. Jump on over to snowgostraws.com to learn more. That's S-N-O-G-O-S-T-R-A-W-S.com and use discount code MDH. 25 for 25% off your entire order. Yeah. Yeah. But no, dude. Yeah. Park city trip. We like, we get back. And, and I think by that point, like we were like, everyone was like on the come down, but we were still definitely feeling it. And I think a bunch of y'all started cooking and you were like trying all these different foods and you're like, Oh dude, these foods are so good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was like, on trip, bro. no, exactly. Um, and I'm like, not at all, but I think that was like one of my first times in a while, like trying to give food another chance while tripping. And dude, you don't I, eat the food when you're tripping, you experience the food. Like it's not even because you're hungry. It's just to see what it's like. Like, that's like what me and one of the other people on that trip were saying. That's fair. Time, like, that's fair. See, but like the thing is like the experience of eating food on tripping usually is not good for me. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if, if it was specifically this park city trip or another time, but I have this very vivid memory of eating a slice of pizza on acid and i swear as i was eating it like my brain was deconstructing the individual ingredients like instead Dude, of tomato was sauce I, like, remember. I was just tasting like straight up like fresh tomatoes which usually i love tomatoes but it's mixed with like raw dough and like 
<laughs> it wasn't wrong. Cheese and shit. No, I know, but in my head, it was like. No, yeah, I know I what you're talking about because I was in New York and we went to the same pizza place that was featured in Spider Man 2. Oh, bro. Eating the slice of pizza and be like, wow, it tastes like oh, plasma. Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't know what plasma feels like but or tastes like, but in my head, that's what <laughs> I was eating. Like, <laughs> I don't even think I finished the slice. So I'm with you. That was pretty nasty. Like, even though the pizza was objectively like really good, it's Dude, just. I- Putting food in your body while tripping is yeah, it's yeah, something right. else for sure. Dude, I see Park City's Park City days were when you were still in your crunch wrap era. Oh yeah. I would make these crazy good crunch wraps. I could still make them, honestly. I just don't make them very often. But dude, they were fire. You made breakfast ones, you made like lunch dinner ones. Oh, they were so good. We dude, we'd all just like like literally in that Airbnb, I was like outside of the tripping night, like there was one night where we threw our own like formal Oh um, yeah, like, that was like sick. ourselves, like we set up a photo backdrop. Like we all got obliterated. We played play drinking games during the day. Um, Dude, I met some girl yeah, off yeah. Tinder and invited her, and she came and everything. <laughs> she came to the formal, <laughs> and then and then I ended up doing. We had some extra acid left over, and I ended up doing it with her. And then we were like, "Man, that was a whole. That's a whole other story." Like, but the highlight of it, my favorite part, was when we were in the the jacuzzi in the master bedroom with the bubble bath going and she was just blasting lana del rey and i was just like tripping my ass off just like all these little bubbles just popping in front of me like (laughs) damn that's beautiful dude good times all right well i think that's a good place to wrap it up park city was a, a great trip definitely recommend visiting there definitely recommend tripping there if you ever get a chance and with that that's today's pod Have a great day, guys. You've been listening to Modern Day Hippie. As you exit the portal, we have just one small ask of you. If you learned something new today, had a laugh, or resurfaced a drug story of your own, we want to hear about it. Drop us a comment on YouTube and show us some love on your favorite podcasting platforms. Internet algorithms really dog on us because of the topics that we discuss, so your support goes even further here than you might think. We'll catch you next week.